Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, I hope you are well, and if not, I got you, at least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. Oh my God, so many things has happened, guys. It's insane, just my personal life. Firstly, I just came off sorting out a whole heap of wedding stuff. It has taken me way too long and lots of little things. And if you know me being, you know, a high achiever, I'm very organized. I have many spreadsheets and probably gone a little overboard with it, but we're getting through it. On top of that, I'm fully booked. It's official. I'm maxed out. I'm fully booked. I will not be taking on any new clients towards the end of the year. However, I have been pushing this out so much, you guys. I'm so sorry. I have a challenge coming up. It will be coming out soon and I will be opening up a cohort coming up for next year and I will be increasing my prices next year. So I'll be opening it up to get you guys on a discovery call if you want to find out more about the program and if you lock it in then, you will get it at the much cheaper rate. So much is happening. I It's like kind of a bit of a whirlwind at the moment. Um, and I'm really excited. I'm working with these new clients. They've, if you've been following me, which you should on Facebook and Instagram, so many wins, you guys. So many from my clients. They are getting promoted. They are getting jobs they love. They are getting job interviews. They are going. They are killing it in their corporate career. They are making decisions on which career areas they want to go into and they're moving forward. And it's just so exciting. On top of this, I have a wedding and I have been up-leveling myself in my corporate uh, job as well. It's like just so much has happened all at once, even since I last spoke to you since like last week, even though it's like in the future, but in the past when I actually record this and it's crazy and it's so exciting and I absolutely love it. Before I get into it, I should hopefully organize this straight after this call because I need to. Um, If you want to get in on the Epic Work and Life program, like I said, There will be a challenge and I'll be opening up calls uh, towards the end of the year. So you can look that in. Um, You're going to love the challenge, by the way. So many of you have been asking for it, but I will be having a wait list. And I strongly recommend if you have even had an inkling about working with me, get on the wait list. I'll put it in the show notes and it will also be in, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, link in the bio, etc. Just to hear updates around when I'll be opening up this cohort. Um... Yes, and Epic Work Life Program, guys, it's just so good. Like the feedback I've been getting from my clients with the wins that they're having, I am thinking of so many new ideas for you for like my current clients, but also what I'm going to do for, you know, people who aren't working with me around what I can offer you guys as well. And it is so good. And I honestly think this is the perfect time for you. For some of you, so for in my world, which you'll be hearing soon, it is ramping up a little bit towards the end of the year. Some people ramp down, some people ramp up. It really depends on your industry, but it is such a perfect time to be working with a coach just starting into 2024. Because why not start off the year 
Like this will be your year where you will get the fucking wins that my clients have been getting. This is a year where you decide, oh my God, I'm actually going to really love my job again. I'm going to like stop being in all this drama because some of you are coming to me on these calls and it's just interesting hearing how I guess long it's taken for you, some of you to be signing up and like going on the call to find out more about this and how I can help you. Biggest thing I'm getting right now is I don't have time. And I just want to be completely honest with you. That is bullshit in the most polite way possible. These calls, the one-on-one calls you have with me in the coaching program, you get to shift them around your schedule. This is coming from a person who is also a very busy gal herself. I allow that flexibility for you. You go on holiday. That's fine as well. You don't lose those sessions. I'm all about that. And I have a scheduling system that you can use to reschedule your calls to fit around your life. And if anything, what ends up happening when you work with me is you get more time. And I will show you how to do that in my program because so many of you, I know you've tried all these like tools and techniques on how to get organized. It's not working. You're coming home. You're overworking. It's just, it's like a flow on effect. I just get into all your problems and I give you the how, and I don't just like show you how to fish, fish. I teach you how to fish. I'm going to help you master skills that are going to get you going from like overworking really late into the night to clocking off on time to relaxing on the weekend without ever thinking about work, like so many things. And it's all customized for you. I build custom plans and I only ever take on a certain amount, which is why for the moment until the end of the year, I won't be taking on any new clients, Um, but get on the wait list to hear more about that. Now onto the episode. Sorry, I've just given you a massive dump of everything I've been talking about. I'm just so excited, just so much on. Anyway, I want to talk to you about what's happening a little bit in my world, but from the title of the podcast episode, you can see, I want to talk to you about being direct and being direct at work. Now, I have touched on this again in other episodes, but I really wanted to come back to this because not only have I weirdly seen it in some of my clients recently, but this also happened to me. And I honestly could not have gotten through it without a coach and without the coaching tools that I have to have like, it was really, really stressful. And I should have honestly had an absolute breakdown. I did it. I handled it really well and I got through it and I just up-leveled myself. So as you know, I talk about this all the time, like from the coaching that I received and everything that I've been doing, I got ended up getting promoted two times in under a year. And I'm still going with my corporate dreams to continue moving up and expanding my skills and taking on new things. So I've been taking on some more responsibilities at my kind of, you know, taking it to like the next level to kind of bridge the gap from like, you know, manager to say senior manager, like what are those gaps? What are those things I need to be working on? And it was really stressful, right? And what was really interesting was I was in a meeting and I was running this and I was like, we were trying to get consensus on an idea. It was a bit of a struggle. I had to work with different people. There was, and it was interesting how so many of my old thought patterns started to pop up. And I was just like, wow. And I really became an observer of this. Now, afterwards, I was really disappointed in myself because I thought I should have tackled that so much better. And I noticed so quickly how I was comparing myself to my manager. And just being like, you know what, that person would have done it so much better. 
why can't I be like that person? And I was like, oh, interesting. I'm doing all of that. But I thought it was interesting. Like I kind of in this meeting was a little bit shocked because I started to quiet myself down. And that's not usually me, right? If you know me, I am I am I am vocal, but like I, I have no issue saying like getting my ideas out there. But that didn't really want to come out. And I really had to do some self-reflection afterwards on how this meeting ran, what I could control, what I couldn't control. I honest, guys, I would not have been able to do this without coaching. And I spent some real decent time to just go away and reflect on everything. And what had happened was, and it was so interesting, like, sorry, I keep saying this, but it's because of how powerful the coaching is that I was just able to kind of just really quickly see, oh, this is what I was doing and this is what I need to do instead. One, I was shaming myself and basically making it out that I should be acting like this other person. But the second thing, all these, like I said, all these old thoughts were popping up, but I couldn't understand why. I'm like, why would all these old thoughts, like I've dealt with this before. I was a bit afraid at first because I was like, why are like the old thoughts, are, the, are they not working? Like all the coaching that I'm doing for myself, is it not working or something? No, I'm just doing something new. I'm doing something that's a bit more challenging. That's I'm expanding my capacity to do more. I'm doing something new, right? It's like, I don't know, how, what's a metaphor, good metaphor I could give you here? It's like if I'm used to diving off like a five meter pool, now I'm going to 10 meters. And even though I've done the diving before, it's just a little bit higher. And my brain and body is like, ooh, like this is a little bit new. And all my old thoughts about how I should be and not coming off as like too much or like affecting other people or people are going to say things about me just started to come up and it wasn't giving me really good results. And it's something that is so common, especially with all my new clients. It's about how do you just be direct right? And here's the thing, it's not actually being direct. So many people, if you have been people pleasing, if you have been used to being quiet, it comes off as direct. It's not direct. It's if anything, it's just being a leader. It's owning your executive presence. It's owning that room. It's knowing that you are just, your opinions, everything, your words are just as valid as everyone else. And yeah, you might have a difference of opinion on something, but you just articulate it from a place of confidence to be like, hey, these are my thoughts, etc. But all this fear and shame came up, right? Which led me to take completely different actions. It led me to go back to my old way of working, which is to quieten down, hide. And it ended up like it did not help the situation. We ended up having to have more meetings to like figure things out. But the good news is because of all the coaching, I was able to really quickly nip it in the butt. And literally the next day I like figured out, okay, this is a plan. This is what I needed to do. You know, I, I did have to actually want a part of that, right? I had to ask for some help and for some advice on what I was doing. And here's the thing, I would have never done that without coaching because I used to always just try solve a thing myself and like getting help was seen as shameful. But because I was able to just let that go, like just drop my ego, I realized that I was able to just learn and become better. 
And none of us really do that. We just expect like when we go to the next, you know, promotion or the next goal, right? In our career, we just kind of expect that we should just be doing it at that level. Because if we're good and doing it at that level, we don't have to deal with any shame or anything like that. But that's not how it works. You have to kind of fail your way through it. And that's what I did. I failed my way through it. I got the help that I needed, but I learned from it and became a better person. And I moved forward in moving into that next goal, that next role, whatever it is. And you really got to start taking it like that. And I had a little slip up for a moment and I reverted back because that stress response, limbic system, whatever you want to call it, that kind of took over in the moment. It started being like, this is uncomfortable. We haven't done this type of stuff before, i.e. it's not safe. So I'm going to give you all these thoughts and they're going to feel way more real. And these are the actions that like, this is what we're going to do. That's what I was doing from that place. And it did not give me good results. And I had so many emotions. Here's a funny thing. I did a story about this too. Like I should have like not really been sleeping. I was able to sleep. Mind you, I did wake up, I'm not going to lie, I did wake up a little bit and have my mind, usually I wake up at say around 3am because your cortisol peaks and my brain starts rambling on, I know how to deal with that now, I just don't listen to it and I just go back to sleep and then the next day I have breakfast and then all of a sudden everything is fine and I'm like, I was just over exaggerating everything, right? But before I would not have slept at all, I would have just been like rolling around in complete fear, like freaking out, etc., And I handled it so much better and I learned something from it as well. And a lot of people would call this a growth mindset, which you might hear all the time at work, having like a growth mindset, like, you know, how you view failure and stuff like that. The problem is the only way you have a growth mindset is when you're willing to accept with all the thoughts and feelings that you're having in the moment and that pop up. For a lot of you, you don't really know what, they are. You're kind of just stuck in these patterns where you want to speak up at work. You want to like say, say your opinion, like showcase that you have these skills, but you're too afraid to do it because you're worried that, oh my God, I'm going to stuff up and then I'm going to look like an idiot. And then everyone's going to think I'm an idiot. It's just so common. And I used to do this all the time too. And it's funny. That's exactly what happened in the meeting. Another thing that I see that is really common that you are likely doing as well in these moments is When you do end up speaking up or either or you speak up or you don't speak up, right? Like, you know, that direction that I'm talking about. When something does happen that doesn't go your way, you either take no responsibility or all the responsibility. And I talk about this in a recent episode. It's really brilliant. Strongly recommend you take it out. Just look up like responsibility. It should pop up. And I like, what if both is true? Because I was able to reflect back and be like, right, This is what I should have done during that meeting. This is what I did really well at. This is what I didn't do well at. And this is what I, at the end of the day, couldn't control. And that's okay. Like I had a slither. If the whole project is like a pie, like this is my percentage roughly, right? It wasn't all me. It wasn't all them. It's a little bit of both. That is the growth mindset that I'm like talking about here that like companies absolutely love because you're not taking all this drama that's happening around you seriously, And you're really able to then cope with stress, which is what happened. I coped and managed the stress and I got what I needed. And that's also what you need to be demonstrating as well if you want to be moving on and getting those promotions. But for what a lot of people and a lot of my clients that are coming to me, what they are struggling with 
is not just like the overworking, not just taking their job too seriously, not just not being able to like, you know, be direct in a meeting and stuff like that, but they're just struggling with all the thoughts that they have about themselves that they don't even know are there that are like so deep under the surface. They have no idea. I can see them so clearly at the start of a session that like we'll go through it and I like, you know, guide the session to take you through it. And I show you how to do that for yourself. So you can always figure out in the moment, what were you really thinking when you said like, oh my God, I'm so worried about like saying the wrong thing. What was the real thought under that that is fueling absolutely everything? And how is that like causing you to show up in your role? I know we're getting to a bit towards the end of the episode and you're probably wondering like, okay, tell me the point. How do I get over this? Okay. Firstly, I always tell people, always tell people, why are you doing this? Look, in summary, the reason you can't be direct, if I'm completely honest, the most common theme I see, it's really, it's called the good girl complex, if I'm honest, right? Think about what I mean by I say good girl. What is considered a good girl in society or in your family? It's being quiet. It's doing what you're told. It's holding your opinions back, frankly. And if you have been operating on that level for so long, since you were a child for like decades, of course, you're going to be doing it at work. That's why people are shocked when they come to me and they're like, oh, I don't know how to get over this. And I'm like, well, actually, if we look in depth, this is where it's coming from. And then you have all these thoughts surrounding it, right? And then the next part is, okay, well, how do I get over this? How do I start to become more direct or more open? And for me, The thought that I had that really honed in and helped me just like I figured out a thought that I needed to bring myself back to kind of just focus on getting the job done. And it was something around other people worrying about me or thinking about me isn't going to get the job done. Like other people's thoughts, how they think about me or what they say about me, it will not get the job done. That made me feel a little bit confident. And that is what I was practicing in my head before and even during the meeting to remind my brain that at the end of the day, the goal is we have a job that we need to do. If people are going to say things or talk about it, it's one, not going to hurt me. Okay. I know I think part of me thinks it will. Part of me actually thinks it's like an actual danger to me, but that's not what's going to happen. And it's not about me. It's about dropping your ego really, right? Which I had another thought um, I used to use like ages ago, which is like, I need to let my ego go and like ask for help. Frankly, it's about dropping all of that and focusing on the job. And that was able to create distance from all that drama to bring me back. And that is a thought that I wanted to share with you, which you can workshop and play with around for your own need, because it might be something similar for you. Because what are you losing by not being direct? How are you not pushing that project through when you're not able to just be like open, honest, etc. right? Now, I say this all the time, as some of you will go like, well, I don't want to be a dick. Here's the thing. I guarantee you, you're not going to be a dick, right? You're not going to like be an asshole to that person's opinion. You're just going to start sharing some of your thoughts, opinions, viewpoints. You're going to ask what might feel like dumb questions, Do you know how many dumb questions I ask during meetings? But do you know how impactful they are? Because it got me to understand something at a deeper level and then like communicate that to a stakeholder. It got me to make sure I include this right person and stuff like that. But that's because I allowed myself to be like, right, I'm going to ask a silly question here. And, you know, 
learn something. Like I just let myself be like, you know what? Some people are going to think, why is she asking this question? Who cares? They can do that. And in this moment, when I was doing something a little bit more new to kind of stretch my capacity, capacity capability is probably a better word, right? I say capacity because as I start to move, you know, towards my career goals, etc., you do kind of expand your capacity. Even in the past like two to three years when I got promoted, like I'm able to do more, but that's because I had to take the time to stop, slow down and learn which was really important. It was very hard for me to do. I had to master some of those skills first before I could speed up. And I'm doing the same thing here. I had to slow down. I had to go get some help, but I learned so many impactful things from from it. Yeah, I'm not speaking my words right today. I'm sorry. I learned something from it. And this is the thing. How many opportunities are you guys missing learning opportunities that bridge the gap that get you to your next promotion because you are sitting there too afraid worrying that other people are going to think mean things about you let them fucking think mean things about you honest to god if they do so bloody what they can talk to your manager like that is another thing i used to say to myself it's like okay then give feedback to my manager then that's like their job my manager can talk to me about it and then that's another learning and growth opportunity thing Hence the whole growth mindset here, which is what you might hear sometimes um, in corporate. So why you do it? One, it's patterns. It's a good girl complex. It's the most common thing that I see across all my clients and like women that I speak to. Two, you move through is you need to be, how can you think of something that is going to make you feel just a little bit more competent, right? More capable. What is something that brings you back to the main goal and mission that makes your brain kind of let go of the drama a little bit for me? It was that thought that was bringing me back to like, it's about the project. It's not about how you and you feel and your fears and thoughts. It's about getting the project done, especially because there is another part of me. You can call it perfectionist or whatever. There was a part of me that was like, oh yeah, that's right. Like we need to get this project through. That's really important for my job. I should just let some of this mind drama go and ask those important questions, even if it is a little bit like new and scary, like it kind of. I don't know, remind it, like, I don't know how to explain it, but there was an actual shift in my body that was like, that's right, we're working on this project, it has nothing to do with me, just do what you need to do. And that is important for you. And I hope that that thought, opinions of others, worrying about other people isn't going to get the job done, that may be helpful for you. But here's the thing, your situation is going to look so different. All of yours, whilst I see common themes, they're also so unique, which is why I only take on a set amount of clients And I work to curate a one-on-one program that is for you, that gets you to your goals. Every single client that I have right now looks common themes. Sure, everything looks completely different though. I am giving them completely different style of coaching to get them to their goals the fastest. For some of them, that is that new job in that new career that they want. It's that promotion It is that work-life balance that they are absolutely craving for. It is being recognized more at work, getting more like more challenging projects and opportunities, like like proving themselves, being like, yes, I am capable, like building up that capability in a way that, again, it's not going to make you vomit, right? Because so many of you probably get tips where it's like, just do it, just be direct, just say this in a meeting, but no one is telling you how to do it right? And also no one is telling you how to do it in a way that I do it because I do it in a way that is direct and compassionate, right? I am not a dick. Sometimes I'm a a bit direct, 
through this podcast just because I get messages from you guys. It's like the same thing. And I'm like, guys, you need to feel your feelings. It's really bloody important. (laughs) It's like the number one thing I teach. Go back to the first three episodes of this podcast. Also, how many of you are going away and doing what I say on the podcast? Are you coming back every week? like getting some good insight, but are you following through with it? Like, is your life still the same as it was when you started listening to this two to three? I think I did this two years ago, two years ago. Like, is that what you want? Like, maybe it's gotten a little bit better, which is what I've heard from some of you. And it's allowed you to like cope at work and not feel alone. But you can get a real shift that I'm talking about. Because this whole thing around like, yeah, it's fine or it will just get better. It's not happening. It's not getting better. You need support and you need me to help you. So I'm going to encourage you to get on the wait list because this is a perfect time coming towards the end of the year. You will then get a note about I'll be taking on new people next year. It's an absolute perfect time to do that, right? Coming towards the new year is 2024 going to be your freaking year. When you decide, yeah, I am going to have a career that I love. I'm not going to be working back ridiculous hours. I am going to have a lunch break and like enjoy it and not be thinking about emails or freaking out. I am towards the end of the year, not going to be like super stressed because it's like that final push and I'm just going to handle it. I am going to have this growth mindset that Michelle talks about where I'm able to regulate myself build up emotional resilience and show that I can, like you will earn that next promotion through everything that you're doing because you just show up as a completely different person. All your problems end up just getting resolved. And do you know what like the best thing is? You will know how to resolve the more problems you get. The coaching that I have received and even in the past when I received it on more like specific different things that was going on in my life, I'm still using these skills now all things that are happening in my life. (laughs) So get on the wait list. Link is in the show notes and I will see you next week. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.